the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Would you pray with me this morning? Avinu Malkenu, our Father and our King, we love you. We praise you and worship you and magnify your name. This is the day that you've made. We are rejoicing. We're glad in it. We're glad in you. We're glad in what you've done for us. We're glad to enter these spring moedim, these spring appointed times where we can see your faithfulness. Oh, Lord, how amazing you are. So I pray that this show would give you honor and glory and that your word would be pronounced in our hearts, in our mind, in our spirit, that we would apply them and live for you each and every day. We bless you in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, it is good to be here again as we are about to embark on the spring appointed times. Are you excited? I certainly am. Though I must say this is going to be a very busy month. Um, But there will be opportunities for you to join us with some very important events. So if you can get out a pencil and your calendar... I would really appreciate it. Look, obviously, you can come to our services anytime. We'd love to see you. You'd learn more about the appointed times, and you're always welcome. However, I'm talking about two Sunday events. So um, you ready to write these things down? We're asking for your involvement by attendance and by getting the word out, those two things. And, of course, prayer, please. But uh, getting the word out on social media and any other way you can help. The first uh, one of these events is Sunday, April 23rd. We will be meeting at the Holocaust Museum in St. Pete. We'll give you all the information as we get closer to it. But we'll be meeting around 4.30 in the afternoon for a 5 o'clock March of Remembrance. This is a walk held annually and internationally in remembrance of the Shoah, the Holocaust, and has become a connecting point for people everywhere who wish to observe this day of Holocaust remembrance. 
in their local communities through public prayer and memorial events. I love what they say on their website, taking the lessons of the Holocaust to break the silence of fear, shame, and pain caused by prejudice and indifference. Are you indifferent today? (laughs) I pray you are not. Will you join us? I'd love to see you. I'm praying for a thousand people to be walking this year from the Holocaust Museum to the St. Pierre area. It's about a 20-minute walk. We would love to uh, have you walk with us and bring some signs that say, never forget. There's going to be a lot of activity on that day in that area, so a lot of people are going to see us. We're going to have speakers, and, and then we're going to walk back. So we're talking about maybe an hour and a half of your time, and it will be a wonderful time where people in the believing community will come together, and I hope with some Jewish people from the Jewish community coming together as well, but uh, we never know how they're going to react to this. So at any rate, the next weekend, April 30th, April 30th is our Celebrating Israel Independence Day celebration. We are inviting the entire community to come and join us in a celebration. We're going to have booths. We're going to have music, Israeli food, worship, dance, information about Israel's history and and the politics and introduction to Hebrew class. And it'll be a great fair type of uh, atmosphere taking place inside and outside on our grounds Please join us from 3 to 7 p.m. Sunday, April 30th. We're in the South Tampa area. Again, we'll get you information. If you'd like to find out more, get flyers to help us put the word out. Would you give Karen a call at 813-831-5673? If you want a, a Seder at your church, a Passover Seder again, or any kind of talk, please call us. We'd love to come and tell you about these appointed times at your church. And this is a great opportunity for you to respond to the heart of Messiah. And for those of you who want to learn more, we're offering God's Appointed Times. It's a book written by Messianic Rabbi Barney Kasdan. Uh, This is a book that'll take you through all the holy days of Leviticus 23 plus Hanukkah and Purim. And each chapter offers historical background, traditional Jewish observances, relevance to the New Covenant, uh, prophetic significance, practical guide to with recipes and songs and crafts. We'll send this book out to you for a love gift of $25 or more. Call our office, 813-831-5673, or email me at rabbi at heartofmessiah.org. Also, last one, if you want our 65-page booklet on counting the Omer, which I'll explain later, but it begins Tuesday evening, our count. So call the office and we'll get it right out to you for a gift of $5 or more. We'll send it out to you. Call Karen at 813-831-5673. This book's like a 50-day devotional. And so... Here we are. Let's talk about the spring feasts. Would you turn in your Bibles to Leviticus 23, 
But now you know that in Leviticus 23, we find God speaking to us about his Moedim, appointed times that we are to keep forever. Some people call it the feast. Some people call it the Jewish holidays. Wrong. (laughs) They are not ever called Jewish holidays. They're called appointed feasts. They're in Leviticus 23. It says to do it forever. And as I always ask the congregation, how long is forever? That's right, forever. You got it. Okay. So we take a look at the calendar. We talked last week briefly and said that the first of Nisan, which this year was March 28th, was the New Year's Day based on Exodus 12:2, which says this month will mark the beginning of months for you. It is to be the first month of the year for you. Is that clear? So that was the new year. We are celebrating the new year right now. And, um, Passover begins Monday night, April 10th is the first night of Passover. But as we look at Leviticus 23, we see that the first holy day, the first appointed time, the first Moedim is Shabbat. And in Leviticus 23, 1, it says, Then Adonai spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, B'nai Yisrael, and tell them, These are the appointed Moedim of Adonai, which you are to proclaim uh, to be holy convocations, my Moedim. Remember, Moedim is appointed times. Work may be done for six days. The seventh day is a Shabbat of solemn rest, a holy convocation. You are to do no work. It is a Shabbat to Adonai in all your dwellings. So a Moedim, an appointed time, appointed place, a meeting that is set up between God and his people. Are you his people? Well, okay then. As I said, these are not Jewish holy days, but appointed times for all believers. That's what I believe, certainly. I think scripture would bear me out there. So we go to verse 4, where it begins with Pesach, which is Passover, and the feast of Matzot, which is Matzah. It says in verse 4 of Leviticus 23, These are the appointed feasts of Adonai, holy convocations, which you are to proclaim in their appointed season. Okay, and so in verse 5, it says, During this first month of the 14th day of the month, in the evening is Adonai's Passover. On the 15th day of the same month is the feast of Matzot. To Adonai, for seven days you are to eat matzah. So most Jewish people have put these two appointed times into one, and they call it Passover, okay? But if you want to be uh, exactly correct scripturally, there are two holy days. One is called the Feast of Passover, and the other is the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Passover is a reminder of God's salvation and redemption from Egypt to the promised land, from sin uh, and the slavery of sin to the freedom uh, represented by the promised land. A feast of unleavened bread is Leviticus 23, 6. It's a reminder of the sin in our lives, reminder that Yeshua, the bread of life, had no sin. 
and he cleanses us from all our sin because he is the Lamb of God, the final sacrifice. And that's why in the New Covenant, it says in John one twenty nine, the next day, John sees Yeshua coming to him and says, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is a reference to the lamb that saved the Jewish people at the Pesach time. And it's representing the lamb in Yom Kippur. Okay? And and so God is that final sacrifice. Uh, Yeshua is the final sacrifice. Excuse me. Leviticus 23.9 says, Adonai spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the sons of Israel. Tell them, when you have come into the land which I give to you and reap its harvest, then you are to bring the omer of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest, the Kohen. So we do exactly that. We count the omer because of this very scripture. We are following scripture. Anything wrong with that? I hope not. <laughs> and then there's Yom Habikurim. Yom Habikurim is, is first fruits. And we see. In that in Leviticus 23.9 and, and so on. And it goes further in that. Reminder. This is a reminder of God's resurrection power. It comes two days. Well, really, in a sense, three days after, after the, the Passover. And, it, and so 1 Corinthians 15.20 says this. But now Messiah has been raised from the dead the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. So people say, do we celebrate Easter? Well, um, we celebrate certainly the resurrection in Yom Habikurim. And then it says in verse 21, For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead also has come through a man. For as in Adam all die, so also in Messiah all will be made alive. But each in its own order, Messiah the first fruit, then at his coming, those who belong to Messiah. So we are going to be resurrected as well. And so this is very exciting. Counting the Omer, as I mentioned, uh, is mentioned again in Leviticus 23.15. Then you are to count the morrow after the Shabbat. From the day that you brought the Omer of the wave offering, seven complete Shabbatot, which is the Sabbaths, plural. Until the morrow after the seventh Sabbath, you are to count 50 days and then present a new grain offering to Adonai. So this counting is a a reminder to wait upon the Lord and know that God is using this as a time for growth. You know, taking us, as I mentioned before, from bondage to freedom. And Shavuot is the Feast of Weeks. Uh, That's at the end of 50 days, Leviticus 23.16, until the morrow after the seventh Shabbat, you are to count 50 days and then present a new grain offering to Adonai. You're to make a proclamation on the same day that there is to be a holy convocation, and you shall do no regular work. That is a statute forever in all your dwellings throughout your generations. And when we get a little closer to that, I'll let you know you are invited. We're going to do an all-night 
day, well, an all night of prayer and reading God's word and worship. And certainly, if you'd like to come to that, you'll be more than welcome. It will be on a Tuesday evening. So Shavuot is the Feast of Weeks. And it's a reminder that God gave us the law, which is what the Jewish people celebrate on Shavuot, the Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai at this time from Exodus 20. But it's also a reminder that God gave us the power of his spirit 50 days after Passover, which was in Acts 2. You might have called it Pentecost for the 50, right? Pentecost. And it's a reminder that God gave us the power of his spirit. Now, a thought here is that, in unfortunately, in church calendar, uh, People ask me about Easter and Passover and the dates and so on. And we have to see that Constantine I, or Constantine I, the Roman Empire at the Council of Nicaea in 325, this council ruled that Easter should be celebrated on the first Sunday after the first moon. Now, if the first full moon should occur on a Sunday and coincide with Passover— Easter should be celebrated on the Sunday after, so Easter and Passover wouldn't be at the same time. Unfortunately, the idea about this was to separate Easter from Passover. Or, more clearly, it was to separate between Judaism and Christianity. In fact, more than that, it was to make sure that the Jewish foundation of Christianity would be removed. So here we are after 2,000 years, and they did a good job because most Christians no longer see the Jewishness of the Christian faith, and they've taken the Jewishness out of God's Word even. If you told most people that Yeshua, Jesus, was a a Jew, they, they, they wouldn't quite know what to do with that. any rate, Should Christians celebrate the appointed times in Leviticus 23? Well, let me answer by saying this. Colossians 2.16 says, Therefore, do not let anyone pass judgment on you in matters of food or drink or in respect to a festival or new moon or Shabbat. They are foreshadowing of things to come. But the reality is in Messiah, which basically means you can... Or you can't. It's up to you. You don't have to. It's up to you. Whatever you do, do it with a full heart. But when you do it, and if you do it, understand that Yeshua celebrated the feast, Paul celebrated the feast, and the reality of the feast is Yeshua the Messiah. So what that means is that when we celebrate these feasts, we always have our eye on him. We are focused on Yeshua. This is not a, um, look, there are scriptural appointed times that God said to keep forever. This is not a tradition of Judaism and not a church tradition. So you decide what is God saying to your heart. That's why we are offering the book uh, on appointed times. That's why we are offering the book on counting the Omer. And look, in Romans 14, 4, it says, Who are you to judge another servant before his own master? He stands or falls. Yes, he shall stand, for the Lord is able to make him stand. 
One person esteems one day over another, while another judges every day alike. Let each be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes that day does so to the Lord. The one who eats, eats to the Lord, for he gives thanks to God. And the one who abstains, abstains to the Lord, and he gives thanks to God. For none of us lives for himself. None dies for himself. So when we celebrate these holy days, these special days, Yeshua should be the center of the celebration and the one who came to fulfill the prophetic significances of each of the appointed times. Plus, when you celebrate anything having to do with the Lord, you need to do it with your full heart, right? Your heart has to be right before the Lord. You know, as we look at the spring feasts, let's see some of the important biblical principles. Amos 3.7, For the Lord Adonai will do nothing unless he has revealed his counsel to his servants, the prophets. So in Leviticus 23, God provides that picture of his entire plan for mankind through these holy days. Yeshua fulfills the feasts in Leviticus 23. He's fulfilled the feasts of the spring already, and the fall are yet to come. God is faithful to Christians because he has been faithful to his word and to the Jewish people and faithful to his prophetic word. So his faithfulness is found in Passover. Well, you know what? We're going to have to, um, (laughs) we're going to have to, continue at this point because I really see that our time is 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 growing short and I do want to make sure that you get these announcements. So again, if you haven't written this down, we are asking, I am asking for your attendance on these two events and to bring a lot of other people. So it would be Sunday, April 23rd and Sunday, April 30th. On the 23rd, we're going to meet at the Holocaust Museum around 4.30, begin our march at 5 o'clock, and it's a march of remembrance so that we can join people internationally, literally internationally, in remembrance of the Holocaust and say to the people who see us, never forget. Say to the community, we hope that radio and TV will be there. We are asking you to join with us and let us be a thousand strong as we make this declaration for the Lord and for the Jewish people and for Israel. And this is a tremendous thing to do. It is the remembrance of the Holocaust, and we'll do it through public prayer and memorial events. Okay? You know, I I mentioned in the beginning, I love to see what they're saying on their website, taking the lessons of the Holocaust to break the silence of fear, shame, and pain caused by prejudice and indifference. You might not be prejudiced, but you might be indifferent, and I'm asking you to get off your seat. And join us, would you? I'm praying for that thousand. Then the next weekend, Sunday, April 30th, is Independence Day celebration. I'm asking you to come. We're going to have an indoor-outdoor fair celebration with booths, with music, Israeli food, 
everything you'd like to know about Israel. Uh, we'll have a class introduction to Hebrew. We'll have a class. Uh, um, also, look, it's going to be so much fun. We're going to have dancing. It, it's going to be great. We have an Israeli singer joining with with us for flyers and and any way to help us. We need your help. Call Karen at eight three one five six seven three. Also, if you want a Passover at your church. Great opportunity. Get the book. Get the Counting the Omer book. Look, call Karen at 813-831-5673. Run out of time. May the Lord be your priority this day, and may you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close in prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.